0: I want to tell you a story. It's a story I told our first communicants yesterday with all their families. It fits the gospel. It's the gospel for today was the gospel also for yesterday morning. And so I am going to tell this story because I think it applies actually to all of us, certainly related to the gospel and how we are to live our lives and are living our lives as followers of Jesus Christ. So... The story is a story of a young boy and his father who loved to go fishing. We'll give the name to the boy of David, okay? So David liked to go fishing with his father and they would go on Saturday mornings. They would get up early in the morning, they'd pack lunch, they would get their fishing gear and their rods... ...and they would get in the car and on the way they would stop at the bait store... To pick up some crawl, um, night crawlers, some night crawlers. So, uh, do you guys know what night crawlers are? Yeah. Some of you do, some of you don't. So, night crawlers are really long, juicy worms, right? So, you usually pick up a, a carton of night crawlers. Then they would go to the lake, they would walk out on the pier, find their spot on the pier, and cast their lines in the water and fish. It was great. David loved to go fishing with his father. Until one weekend... ...on a Friday night... ...David's sister... ...let's just name the sister Susie... ...Susie comes to David and says... ...I'm going to go fishing with you tomorrow. You and Dad. And David's immediate reaction was... ...NO! And he had to think fast on his feet. He says... And she said, well, why? Why? Because girls, girls can't fish. And Susie said, girls can fish? Now David knew this, but David was hoping that Susie didn't know this. So then he had to think again. He's like, okay, okay. Uh, you can't, no, you don't want to go fishing because you have to, you have to take a big worms uh, and, and you, have to, you have to apply them to the hook. And, and you have to do that on your own. And she's like, ooh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And then she says, well, I'll just have Dad do that. I was like, oh. David's like, oh. So she runs off and asks Dad if she can join them. And Dad says, well, of course. So the next morning, Susie gets a rod from Dad, and they're making their way to the car. Now, I should tell you this, that there was something that Susie did that really aggravated David. Okay, so Susie would have this smile. I'll call it a Susie smile, okay? That whenever Susie was right and David was wrong, Susie would look at David like this. (laughs) Or whenever Susie got what she wanted and David didn't, Susie would look at David like this. Used to drive him crazy. So Susie comes out with a rod, Susie gets in the car front seat, David sits in the back, Susie walks down the pier and holds dad's hand, and each time Susie looks back at David. (laughs) Drives David crazy, right? Then, when David didn't think it could get any worse, Susie puts the line in the water, within like a minute Susie catches the fish. And not just a fish, but the biggest fish that David's ever seen caught in the history of humanity. So she pulls that thing in and puts it in the bucket. And then every couple minutes, Susie looks into the bucket and then looks over at David. (laughs) David had enough. He had to do something. So when Susie leaned over... Susie's blouse was open. So David, the seven-year-old that David was at the time, took a nightcrawler and put, took several nightcrawlers and throw those down Susie's blouse. So then Susie runs up and down the pier. Ooh, I've got nightcrawlers in my, Ooh, I've got them in my blouse. So she's running around crazy, right? Then she pulls her blouse out and they all fall down. Susie wasn't smiling anymore. David was. (laughs) And Dad saw David smile. Not good. So Dad goes up to David and says, David, do you know how those nightcrawlers got in Susie's blouse? David says, well, they're nightcrawlers, so I think they crawled into her blouse. Dad said to David, no, I I don't think that's how it happened. He says, why don't you go and just sit in the car until you figure out what happened there. So David went into the car, and there's Susie and Dad fishing and all that. About half hour later, Dad goes and talks to David. And Dad says, so you know what happened there? I mean, what happened? Yes, David said, I I did it. I did, it. it was my fault. And he said... Why why did you do that? I don't know. And dad said, I know. You did it because you were jealous of your sister. And you hurt her. He says, you were acting out of your worst self. He said, but I've seen your better self. I know what that looks like. So here's the deal. If you can go back and apologize to her, then we'll continue fishing, have a meal together, and enjoy being a family. Deal? And David said, "Okay, deal." I tell you that story, that hypothetical story, <laughs> to say something about today's gospel. So. Here's Peter and some of the other disciples. They're a band of brothers. They've been like family. And they've acted out of their worst self, not their better days. Because just in the days that preceded that, they abandoned their best friend, Jesus. And at a time that he needed them the most, when he was being persecuted and put upon a cross and so here they are now fishing and jesus appears to them and he calls them to the shore and luke gives these details you know these really john gives these details these really important details and we have to pay attention to details it says that he calls him to shore to have breakfast and he says you know in the pan as he's uh, heating up the food there's two things There's bread, and there's fish. What do you think the bread signals to us? What is that? What? The bread of life. It's Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity. And we know this because John tells us this is the third time that he's revealed himself to his disciples after the resurrection... And if you look back, not only in John's gospel, but in the other gospels, he feeds them when he comes back. He eats with them. He breaks bread with them. He gives them the Eucharist. And we know as Christians that every time we receive the Eucharist, we are forgiven of our sins. So Jesus is saying to Peter and the rest of the disciples, I forgive you. And not only that, I give you myself to restore you and restore us as one family. And there's also a fish there. And the fish, if you remember from even just your history, is that one of the earliest symbols in iconography, uh, symbols of our Christian faith, one of the earliest was a fish. And you see it on the graffiti of graves of the first and second and third century tombs of Christians, like on Peter's tomb when they discovered it. It was pasted with symbols of fish. And Peter is buried here. Peter is buried here. And so we see that even to this day when we're falling behind cars of Christians and on their bumper stickers, they have an outline of a fish. So Jesus was saying, I'm feeding you myself. And here's myself, bread of life, the Eucharist. I forgive you. I accept you back. We are family again. And then he says this, Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, I do love you. And then he says, okay, follow me. And then he tells him how to follow him. Not just follow me, but then feed my lambs. Shepherd my flock. And that's what Peter does, along with the rest of the disciples. I tell you this because here we are on a Sunday morning, and we're gathered in the church, and we're family. Individual families, and all connected to the family of God. We're all brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. All sons and daughters of His Father, our Father. And sometimes when we're out there in the world... We live according to our lesser selves, to our worst selves. Meaning, we do what Peter and the rest of the disciples do. We've abandoned the Lord. And not because our lives were threatened, but sometimes it's because it's not convenient to follow the Lord. Or it gets in the way of what we want. Or we get so busy about many things that are important, but not more important than him. And we abandon him. And so here we are in this house of God, getting ready to celebrate a meal, and not just any meal, but a sacred meal. The meal of the bread of life. And in here, we're going to be forgiven of our sins. And Jesus is going to say to us what he said to all of his disciples who were gathered with him. Do you love me? And of course our response is, yes, Lord, we love you. And then he's going to say to us, and is saying to us over and across our lives, then feed my lambs. And shepherd my flock. So here's the thing. We're here, thank God, we're in this church as a family, doing this, what they did. Thank God. But there are many of God's lambs and sheep that are out there. And are not part of God's flock right now. They're not part of this fold. Not part of this family. Not here with us. And as we receive him. And as he says, do you love me? Then he's also saying, then go and get my lambs. Go and shepherd my flock. So as I feed you, you can feed them.